What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Slaw Sports Show. I'm your host, Cole Noble, a.k.a. Slaw, and welcome to Season 2 of the Slaw Sports Show. Today will be Episode 1 of Season 2. Um, we officially almost have I've almost made it to the one-year mark on the podcast, which I think is just absolutely incredible. Couldn't have done it without you guys listening, uh, you know, week in and week out. Um, back when we had the weekly episodes and you know we'll get back to do, doing weekly episodes uh, once we have more content to talk about but uh, like I said I couldn't couldn't have done it without you guys and the one year mark hits on July 3rd but uh, I figured y'all want to have an episode up before then so we're doing it a little bit early but today is kicking off season two of the podcast and I'm really excited and you know we started last season um you know, and right around this time, like I said, July 3rd in the middle of the summer with training camp starting up all around uh, the sports world and then the tail end of the NBA season, all that kind of stuff we kind of hit on. And, you know, the NBA free agency, I think, was the very first episode on the Slaw Sports Show. And then we followed up with the uh, tail end of the NFL offseason. So all that good stuff. Um, and we're back with some more um, this year, uh, starting out season two. And, you know, the subject for today's episode is going to be training camp. Uh, you know, we got the NBA, um, you know, it's not really, I want to say training camp, but they're restarting and, you know, they're going to have to come back and, you know, work out the kinks um, following their, you know, quarantine and the NBA shutdown. So they're going to have to have a, some kind of a little training camp before they get started over in Orlando to finish up the remainder of their season. Uh, the N MLB um, is having their spring training camp starting up in the next week. And then we got the NFL, whose training camp will start um, with 23 or 26 uh, NFL teams reporting the training camp on July 28th. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. And we're very excited um, to come here today and, you know, talk about all these things starting back up. Finally, um, finally starting back up. And, we, you know, we're Grateful to have sports back. And, uh, but before we begin with today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out. Um, if anyone is interested in, you know, reading any books or looking for a good book to read, I would highly recommend Training Camp by John Gordon. One of my favorite books of all time. Um, the book follows a storyline of a young NFL rookie trying to make the team after, you know, undergoing an injury in the preseason, trying to make his mark. And you know, make the roster before the season starts. But it's not just not just a football book. It's you know a book about life, and I highly recommend that. So if you're an avid sports lover like me, an avid book reader, or just want to have a few pointers and tips on life, I highly recommend that book. And you know, it's a perfect time to pick up a book and read it here. It's stuck in quarantine, so if you have nothing to do, um, you know, and you got Amazon or something to get a book to you quick, highly recommend reading that book. But uh, let's go ahead and kick off today's episode um, talking about training camp. And we're going to begin with the MLB, who, have, who has announced that they will restart their season. And they're going to undergo a 60-game season starting on July 4th. But training camp will start uh, next week with teams um, coming back to their respective cities together and going to go ahead and work through all the kinks and get back into form and get ready for the season. So you got uh, pitchers and catchers will report first, followed by the position players, 
and they will move on from there going toward for the rest of the season. Um, teams are allowed to invite 60 players to a big league camp, but only those players eligible to play during the season. Uh, each team's 60-man list must be submitted um, by Sunday afternoon, and teams will have the ability to send up to 20 players who are not on the 40-man roster to an alternate site. Uh, so pitchers and catchers will report first for each respective team, and then the position players will come after. And there's, you know, there's a couple more rules um, we got going forward with the MLB season. Um, their teams are going to open the season with a 30-man active roster. Um, it's going to be reduced to 28 after two weeks, and then down to 26 after four. And the ML, uh, the MLB trade deadline will be on August 31st this year. And like we said, it's a 60-game season, so that's definitely down from what we usually see. Normal MLB seasons have 162 games, so down, you know, 102 games than usual with the 60-game setup this year. So it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how teams can crunch down um, and really put together a lot of games. You know, you're not going to have long, you know, road um Long road trips, and you know, you may drop three or whatever. You don't want that happening um, this year in the MLB. You know, every game counts going into the 60 game season, especially more than the 162 game season. And it's going to be really interesting, interesting to see these top teams. You know, you got the Dodgers, you know, the Astros, and you know, the Yankees, who I'd say are the top three guys going into this season. And the Astros would be the interesting one. Um, you know, the MLB got uh, shut down right before they started back up. So we didn't see, you know, the Astros hate from last season whenever they got exposed to their sign-sealing scandals. So we're going to see how they kind of open up. And, you know, maybe the lack of fans will be in the Astros' favor. Because um, in my opinion, as it's looking right now, they won't have fans uh, at the beginning of the season for the MLB. But maybe as the season goes on, they can – try to work some fans into the stadium again. But the early parts of the season for the Astros might look good with no fans. However, we'll just have to see how the other pitchers are going to handle the Astros. And, you know, they might kind of start to throw their ways at the beginning of the season, you know, trying to make up for what they did, sign stealing and stuff like that. But the two teams I'm really keeping an eye on is the Dodgers and the Yankees. You know, the Dodgers put together a great season last year. Um, and then even got, got even better this year, uh, bringing in Mookie Betts, uh, from the Boston Red Sox. So they're prime position right now to, you know, take over the West and, you know, kind of run away with it this year and just kind of see what can transpire with the 60 game season. And then with the Yankees, you know, they got Garrett Cole, um, in the off season, he's a dominant pitcher. He's really going to come in and be their ace guy from day one. And it's going to be good to see him in a Yankees uh, pinstripes um, when it comes down to the first game of the season and see what he can do this year as well. But I'm really looking forward to the MLB coming back. Um, that's one of the ones that should have already been back, but because of COVID-19, it got pushed back. And it's just going to be very, very good to have baseball back and, you know, a lot of people people have been missing it. It's, you know, the highlight of people's summer is watching baseball. We'll finally have it back here um, late in July, and it's going to be good to finally have that back and watch this season unfold. And there's going to have 
Of course, some precautions for COVID-19 in the MLB. You know, players are going to be tested bi-weekly for the virus, and players that test positive are going to be sent to their own designated injured reserve list and cannot come back off that list until they have tested negative twice uh, for the virus, then the team can opt to bring them back onto the active roster. But they're going to have, you know, a couple more precautions um, once the season starts. Uh, You know, players will be sitting in the stands and other designated areas who aren't starting six feet apart. Uh, They're going to wear masks in the dugout and bullpen, and they cannot be spitting or chewing tobacco. Um, They can have gum, however, um, but they cannot have celebratory contact either. So no high fives, fist bumps, hugs, stuff like that. But other than that, baseball will be back um, coming up late in July and then starting up next week for training camp. So now we're going to switch over and talk about the NBA. And, you know, we talked about it a lot last episode. and was the highlight of last episode with CBS Sports Radio um, David Shepard coming in as a guest star on last uh, last episode. So if you didn't see that go back and check that out we talked about you know how this NBA season is going to work in Orlando and you know they're going to pick up right where they left off and finish out the season but they only brought back teams who are eligible for the playoffs and teams who have of course already you know either um, already clinched the playoffs or teams who are already in that uh, top eight standing to make the playoffs and you know we talked about how you know maybe a good part of that may have been Zion Williamson, the rookie for the Northern Pelicans, who currently is not in the playoffs, but he seems to be the figurehead of the league this year, and that's what the NBA is thinking, at least, and all the eyes are on him. So there's a good little conspiracy or whatever you want to call it that that is the reason they went with this format instead of jumping straight into the playoffs. But whatever you take you have on that, um, the NBA is also back uh, restarting their season. And um, like I said in the last episode, they are going to be going in Orlando and teams will be staying in Orlando and they're going to be playing in a neutral site. Um, So they're just going to finish up the season that way. And the first first, uh, day for the games to restart is going to be on uh, July 30th. And there's going to be two games, but one of those games is the real highlighter there. It's going to be the LA Clippers facing against the L.A. Lakers. So the two teams of L.A. battling it out in Orlando this time, not at their home stadium. Still a neutral environment, though, for the Lakers and Clippers. Uh, And we're going to see the return of Kawhi Leonard and the return of LeBron James facing off to, you know, kickstart the restart of the NBA season. And, you know, some breaking news that came out today, actually, with the Lakers. They have signed uh, free agent forward J.R. Smith, uh, reuniting him with LeBron James. So that's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, if they got a little training camp or a little time to get back um, with the team and practice a little bit before the season restarts, we could see some J.R. Smith and the uh, golden purple before we before we thought we would. And he might end up making his way onto the active roster and starting uh, really early on uh, for the season restart. But the teams who will be participating in Orlando, there is a total of 22. Um, we got 11 in the East and 11 in the West. Um, so in the East, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, the Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, 
Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and Washington Wizards in that order based on standing. And then the West, we got the L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers, Norman Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. So all those teams will be coming back. Um, there will be no live audience or tickets available for the remainder of the season for the NBA due to COVID-19. And like I said, all games will be played in the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex and the Walt Disney World Resort in the Orlando, Florida. So it's going to be great um, seeing all the players come back and you know, fly down to Orlando together and uh, get back to practicing and then get back, of course, to playing. And then the first round of the playoffs for the NBA will begin on August 17th and will continue with the NBA Finals beginning September 30th. So the uh, playoffs will, you know, pretty much be the same format, same seedings as always. And it's just with the players or with the teams who are eligible for the playoffs can, you know, try to make it and make it into that top eight and, you know, eliminate another team. And then the teams in the top eight will look to remain there and facing off uh, some pretty tough competition, in my opinion, you know, only having the 22 teams, you know, that's going to be the best of the best. And uh, they're not going to be facing any teams, you know, like Golden State, who's been on the tank all year this year. They're not going to be facing any teams like that. So the competition will be steep, and we'll have some great basketball going forward when this season restarts on July 30th. And I'm really excited about that as well. And next and finally, we got the NFL season. And for anyone who knows me, you know that that is the one I'm most excited about. I'm a huge football fan. And um, as it stands right now with the NFL, 26 teams are going to report on July 28th and begin training camp. And uh, preseason will go on um, as scheduled, and the season will start as scheduled. Um, that is the current um, outlook right now for the NFL. Everything looks to be going on pace. And, you know, it's really inter- it's been really interesting this summer. Uh, the NFL has really been trying to crack down on teams, you know, trying to work out and trying to get players and um, people together to do these little workouts. And, you know, I mean, you got a guy like Tom Brady who just signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's on a new team. He's got a new, new system he's got to learn and, you know, new receivers like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, you know, O.J. Howard, Cameron Bray. All these guys, and they never worked with Tom Brady before. Um, so he's already been flagged multiple times for trying to do, you know, quiet little personal workouts with some of his skill players to go ahead and build a rhythm before training camp and get a jump start on the season. But the NFL is really trying to crack down on that. They don't want players and they don't want um, teams to be working out and coming together right now before um, they're allowed to, um, obviously, first and foremost for um, health concerns. Um, with COVID-19 going on. But they will have training camps opening back up in July, and they're going to have um, players return to facilities and begin practicing. And, you know, they already have coaches and personnel back in the offices going ahead and working up the uh, game plans for this season and working out all the kinks. But uh, what I'm really, you know, concerned about is if they do have a training camp, that's going to help players like Tom Brady, um, 
and like new guys, you know, we got Cam Newton recently signed yesterday with the uh, New England Patriots. It's going to help him come in and compete for the starting job, you know, immediately if with a training camp um, with against a guy like Jarrett Stidham. And Tom Brady is really going to, you know, greatly appreciate having a training camp to start learning this new system with Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay. Or you can have the flip side of the coin where, you know, if COVID-19 spikes again and they hold off training camp, then you're going to have guys like Mitchell Trubisky who are going to greatly exceed and really thrive because of no training camp. Because right now where it stands in training camp, he's going to be competing with a guy like Nick Foles, who they just brought in from the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars in a trade this offseason. And, you know, if they don't have a training camp, they can't start Nick Foles week one um, unless it takes unless he learns the system and shows something in preseason. But with no training camp, you're immediately going to have to go with Mitch Trubisky because he already knows the system. And he's already, you know, accumulated with all of his teammates and receivers. And also with having uh, going, you know, going back to uh, having a training camp with the NFL, that's also going to help a guy help all the rookies and especially a guy like Tua Tagovailoa. And um, in Miami, you know, if they didn't have a training camp, Tua Tagovailoa will definitely get the short end of the stick because they're immediately going to have to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick until Tua can prove he's healthy and prove he knows the system. But he can do that in a training camp. You know, the doctors have said that he's 100% healthy, and if he can get that system down, we may see him even start week one with a full training camp and a full preseason to prepare and learn this offense. But if not, you got a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick who's going to have to come in and start week one for Miami. So it'll be really interesting to see how it's going to pan out and if the NFL can get back uh, or get players back uh, to facilities and begin starting their uh, training camps leading up to the season. But I really hope and really think that it actually will go as smoothly as they think it will and they can be able to start things on time and go ahead and get things going, you know, like the MLB, like the NBA, you know, just really get a plan together, get players back where they need to go, put all the health and safety precautions you need to, and get sports back here for the fans. And, you know, we won't be there in the stadiums and the roaring crowds, but, you know, if we get the players back, get them healthy, get them ready to go, we'll have sports back on television and, you know, back in the restaurants and all that kind of stuff and it's gonna be better for all the fans in the long run to have sports back and especially guys like me who need stuff to talk about and uh need the content and all that kind of stuff so we love it uh we love everything coming back it's been a wild ride um with nothing um no sports to really discuss but it's all going to come back and we will all be just fine but that's going to wrap up today's episode just wanted to wrap up and uh kind of highlight highlight some of the key stuff that's going on with the training camps with all the teams and all the uh, players for both the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL and kind of, you know, kind of having a little introduction to the new season, the new setup, and making sure everyone's on the same page of what's going to go on when sports comes back uh, late next month and just go ahead and preview that and get everybody excited just like I am. But that's going to do it for today's episode. So thank you all for listening. And thank you all for tuning in um, all the way through season one, all the way now until into season two. I just want to, again, say thank you to all the listeners for always 
appreciating all the content I'm sending out for all y'all. And if you haven't already, check out some of our other episodes from Season 1. Check out our Twitter, at Saw Sports Show. And check out our website, uh, which is, has a link in the episode for breaking um, articles in the NFL. It's all kinds of good stuff. But that's going to do it for today. So, again, thank you for listening. And until next time, peace.